0: I'm Riker and this is Pilot. That's the theme song pam pam
1: Oh, okay. I was like, yeah, I don't know this one. This one certainly did not have quite the uplifting anything to it. (laughs) Getting strong now. Do-do-do-do. Is that the song?
0: Yeah. There's some female vocals in there somewhere.
1: Yeah. I'll admit I haven't seen Rocky since I was a kid, and I remember none of it.
0: You're missing out. But you know what my favorite Rocky is? What's that? Rocky Balboa. (laughs) Which is Rocky six to all you noobs out there. Or five. No, it's definitely six. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and uh, it's the one that came out in like 07. Yeah. Yeah, I was in high school. So were you. and um, <laughs> We were in high school. It was probably in 06. It was 06 or 07. Sure. And um, it was just so good. I remember everything I saw it in theaters and thought, man, they're still really good. Anyway, the reason that we did the Rocky theme song...
1: We being you.
0: Yeah. For uh, <laughs> our uh, review of Shadow and Bone, Netflix's new original series based off the trilogy of novels that didn't originate on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> it was some author. Some uh, author. We'll, I'll research that in a second. Um, Yeah, the reason we're opening with Rocky is because he was an underdog. And that was his training song when he's stepping up to the fight.
1: Oh, right. And this
0: one, we're coming into this, I feel like, like underdogs. Because we're not that familiar with the source material. And it turns out it would have been really helpful to be.
1: Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, you know, and while we were going through it, this feels like it's a book. Was this a book? I bet this was a book because it just felt like... There was so much I was already supposed to know. It feels like you were supposed to already be a fan, and this is you just seeing the world you already love actualized. Uh,
0: yeah, it has its own language. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, And it's this common language among the characters yes. that we're not
1: Privy to introduced at all. to. Yeah. yeah, At all. At all, yeah. No, they just keep throwing out names. I yeah. literally, my plot card, I just kept writing down the... Um, Different random name drops we got, you know, The Fold, First Army, Second Army, Grisha Witches, Ultralight, Fabricators, Zemini, Ravka, Ravka. Driesden, you know, like it's just heartrender. Like there are all these things that I'm like, I have no idea what these are. And then I'm supposed to learn all these characters. I wrote them. I wrote a bunch down, but I I didn't really understand a lot of their roles. Um, so I, I I didn't have a whole lot for them.
0: Uh, yeah, well, and then I don't know who's a main character to keep an eye on, who's mm-hmm. just passing through, who's going to die, yeah. who died in this episode. Um,
1: so do you want to maybe go through, since we are obviously not great at knowing what was going on with it, do you want to tell us what Netflix decided to Give well, us on this.
0: yes, I do. Uh, two things. I'm um, just out of respect for the author of the source material. Oh, yeah. I think it would be tacky to say I don't know who that is and just move on.
1: That's um, fair. I appreciate <laughs> your class.
0: Uh, thank you very much. So the author's name is Lee Bardugo. Uh, this was Lee Bardugo's uh, debut novel, which is pretty impressive. It was published by Macmillan Publishers on June 5th, 2012. So uh, giving credit where it's due to the source material, looks like it's a trilogy, we mentioned that. Uh, And now we want to address, before we get real specific on the plot, uh, our our new thing that remains new because we keep forgetting that this is our new thing.
1: Yeah, it's problematic. (laughs) It's the thing we sometimes do, but not always. It's
0: the new... Like everything else. Yeah. It's actually an old thing that we now have been sometimes doing for a while. (laughs) But it's a new thing that we're regular doing from this point on, unless we don't.
1: (laughs) Thank you for clearing that up. I feel good.
0: (laughs) So Netflix describes uh, the series accordingly. Dark forces conspire against orphan mapmaker Alina Starkov when she unleashes an extraordinary power that could change the fate of her war-torn world. Okay, that's the series description and our episode description for Season 1, Episode 1, A Searing Burst of Light. Episode title? (laughs) Apt. Unwilling to be separated from Mal, Alina hatches a plan to join him on a perilous expedition through The Fold. Kaz chases a lead on a lucrative job so i would say as just a teaser for what the series is about that's pretty helpful yeah it's bad
1: it does okay at telling what the underlying plot is there is just so much to it though that i i had to reread the plot to kind of remind me i mean you and i both did we had to reread the plot to remind us okay what did they tell us at the beginning
0: uh truth uh being critical of Netflix. Yeah. How do you think they did at giving it cuz they give a teaser here? Yeah. How how do you think they do? Is it does it tease you? Does it tantalize you?
1: Um for a first episode, I think it could do better. Um because I have no idea who those are. So if I'm going to be watching like thinking about the practical use of it, if I'm going to be watching this for the first time and I'm reading the episode description, I'm looking at it thinking who the fuck are these people?
0: How about the series description though?
1: That was pretty good. That was pretty good.
0: I would say that because the series description is pretty good, the uh, season one, episode one, the names are somewhat like dropping you into nowhere. But it did help us to understand what was going on once it came up. So I would say Netflix, you know, true to form.
1: They did okay.
0: Really pretty well understand how to market their shows. So I think, like, I could accept that. Mm -hmm. The weird thing, the Kaz thing, Kaz chases a lead on a lucrative job weirdly it told us there's an a story and a b story mm-hmm.
1: it did that so was it, helpful yeah i
0: actually felt like they gave us guidelines yeah for who to pay attention to
1: mm-hmm. and i
0: thought that was helpful. so i actually thought they did a really good job good point not telling us about the show per se but but indicating where we need to put some of our attention
1: all right i'm gonna upgrade my it was okay too it's pretty
0: good cool all right now let's get serious Let's do that. Let's get seriously down to business. All right. There's a lot of goofing around and ass grabbing here because this is a podcast. There's
1: none of that going on here. It's very inappropriate. Ah, there definitely is winking now.
0: (laughs) Okay. True to form. So since we don't understand the plot... And there was at least five minutes that I was falling asleep.
1: Oh, I definitely saw that. I ah. laughed and then it was funny because it looked like you kind of uh, wanted to play off like you weren't asleep, so you also laughed. And I'm like, this is the least funny part. You were definitely <laughs> asleep for a moment there. <laughs> it was great. I
0: always play it like I'm not really falling asleep. <laughs> I know. Well, because I'm so used to the people who fall asleep around me, like sleeping through the episode. Mm-hmm. Like I'll sneak a little. Okay, I was good enough. I could get to the end. Uh, So I always feel like I need to play it to everybody. Like, come on. We're Mm -hmm. working. I don't want you to find me sleeping on the job.
1: Yeah, no, you're good. (laughs) I don't know why I always feel
0: like I'm going to get in trouble. I'm going to be in trouble. I think because I get annoyed with people when they fall asleep. Because it's like, look, I'm going to have to watch this fucking thing again.
1: Yeah. No, I wasn't going to watch it again. That was you saying, hey, not for me on the episode if you slept through the whole thing. Like, I was going to take that as judgment. Sorry. Shortest episode ever. He slept through it. But what lost you? Where did they lose you? (laughs) All the
0: names. All the names. All of the Game of Thronesian I names. I was just
1: thinking that that's hilarious. Yeah, mm. not one name is normal either. Well, None
0: of them. I, obviously, there's a. Um, I don't know that it's correct to say Russian, but yes,
1: that European, you know,
0: Eastern European. Mm-hmm, I think because they said Prague in mm-hmm. the description about the oh, book. Oh, did
1: they? Okay, yeah. that's good to know.
0: So it, there clearly is a because Alina Starkov, uh, some of the. Some of the other names and the you know the look of their hats when they're in uniform, are felt like they were reminiscent of mm, nineteen maybe pre World War Two, maybe World War One. Yeah. Uh. So I like it, anyway. Let's get let's just get this out of the way, the sure. plot part, and then we'll get our analysis in here. Uh, Wikipedia writes, Alina Starkov, a cartographer reunites with her childhood friend, Mal Orystev, while serving in the First Army. When Mal is chosen to be a part of a team to cross the Shadow Fold, Alina burns existing maps, so she will be forced to accompany the team. Mind you, a cartographer is a map maker, so she needs to draw some new maps now.
1: Yeah. I appreciate you reminding me that that was going on with her. I'm like, why are the photographers there? Like, I thought this was a military thing. And you're like, she burned the maps. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I was was there for that. I was paying attention. I
0: only really put that together because she hatches a plan, according to Netflix's description.
1: Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I thought it was because I told you, oh, she's she's sabotaging the maps because she doesn't want what's-his-face to go. I didn't realize that... It wasn't making it so he couldn't go. It was to make it so she could go as well. Right. Which was very adventurous. Which,
0: right. That's cool. I wouldn't have gotten that if it wasn't for their description.
1: Yeah, which that's is, fair.
0: Which is, shows why that was a weirdly a quality description with no, oddly no content.
1: Yeah. No <laughs> co- context? Uh,
0: I meant content because oh, okay. we got yeah. content in terms of... Well, yeah. Context is a better word for it. I said what I said on purpose, but no, no, uh, no. I get, But what both you work. said communicates what I wanted to communicate better. Cool. <laughs> okay. Uh, to be forced to accompany the team, I read that right. Yeah. The team enters the fold, overlooked by the arrival of General Kerrigan. They are attacked by ravenous creatures called Volcra, who kill most of the crew. Alexi, a fellow cartographer, escapes from the skiff which is the boat of sorts that they ride through the Upside Down.
1: (laughs) The Shadow, what is it? Fold. Shadow Fold.
0: And runs toward the other side of the Fold. When Alina is taken by a Volcra, she uses an ancient ability called Sun Summoning, destroying all the Volcra who are attacking the skip. Meanwhile,
1: which didn't happen until 35 minutes into like a, what, 42 minute episode. I'd like to just say,
0: (laughs) yeah, well, you know, I like this review. Yes. Because it it, like all the stuff that took all episode to understand. It's like, oh, okay, we got this. (laughs) Thank you. That's what happened. Because that was the the hook really was the uh, sun summoning. Bum, Mm -hmm. bum, bum. Bum, bum, Dramatic beaver. And you're like, I don't know what that means.
1: I mean, the unfortunate thing is it's a very complicated plot. Um it's too, just too much to it. much mm-hmm. It's
0: too much. So to come into this thing, now mind you, the reason that we reviewed this is because Netflix started promoting it. Mm-hmm. Netflix Absolutely. put it in my face and said, this is the next thing that's going to be trending because yeah. we have that magical algorithm, so we tune in, right? Mm-hmm. And you tune in and spend, you know, if we weren't watching this for the purposes of our review, I think we would have both tuned out, right? You would have gotten 10, 15 minutes and and said, I just i am not getting it. Yeah,
1: absolutely. We need to tune down. Absolutely. Um, because it felt like there was something that I needed to read before I got into this. And it turns out that's exactly what I needed to do. I needed to read something before I got into this.
0: It made me sympathetic of when I make you do Star Trek stuff. And uh, without adequate context, and then when you want context, it's like, look, dude, I don't know how to explain what a freaking Klingon is to you. How do you not know this already? And then it's it would be like somebody saying, hey, uh, these are really well-known novels. And I'm like, yeah, but I never read them.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I do appreciate that. Yeah, it's, it's crazy when you just don't have any context for what the world is. And you're like, I... <sighs> Like, I don't know what to write down. Like, literally, well, let's go in order. Genre. Genre was the easiest one to identify, no? Like, that was pretty clear from the onset. That was something they did, I think, rather successfully. Fantasy? Fantasy, yeah. It was young adult fantasy. Um, You know, it seemed like there were some themes of racism, um, you know, that she was...
0: Nationalism, for sure. Okay. You're not from the right Well, she's Asian. Oh, is that the case?
1: Yeah. She's born Asian in a country that wasn't a big fan of it and i think it's east ravka
0: east ravka yeah
1: um so i'm i'm not familiar with is, i don't know if it's a this fictional place yeah 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 um no. anyway but i have no context for what that like they just barely hint at some of the i don't know culture that's going on around us um the war like they don't really give us much aside from that one scene where the lady was showing us the map of the fold and The child was saying, you know.
0: That is supposed to be so informative. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to tell us like the map of the world that we're in, and you get nothing out of it. We rewinded it four times to try to figure out what the fuck is a Grisha. Mm -hmm. Hadn't met a Grisha yet, they would have... Here, I got the quote. Uh, She says, they're talking about the Fold, uh, a child version, a young version of Alina, because mm-hmm. she's young when we meet her. She's 20 years old Absolutely. or so. Absolutely, yeah. Um, they We flash back to when they were growing up. Almost like uh, refugees. I mean, they're orphans. Yeah, they're orphans. But they're, but they're, they're like refugees in mm-hmm. that they're dislocated from their home country in a war-torn world. So what are we going to do with these kids? Uh, so you got, I don't know what the old lady's name was that, you know, manages the orphanage. I can't remember I Seems either. like she'll be in it plenty uh, in flashback form. Uh, but... She asks if the fold is real. Young Alina does, and the, um, you know, the house mother mm-hmm. says, "The fold ate your parents." Uh, and they're talking about people taunting the saints.
1: Yeah, it says it's the reason for a lot of the orphans here. People trying to cross um the fold, taunting the saints.
0: Yeah, and uh, and Alina says, "Well, why not just go around it?" And she says, "The north." Once our Grisha dead, the south guards its mountains. There's nowhere else for us to go. So they have to cross through this perilous, oh, you know, desert of sorts. Mm -hmm. that's impossible to cross. And I don't think we, you know, the fold seems to have arisen over time. It looked like it was in an area where maybe there was once community when we get into the fold. sure, um, And has now been overtaken by this, overtaken by this cloud mm-hmm. uh, of whatever the fold is, whatever this magic thing is, this wall of just yeah, darkness. Kind of
1: kind of calling back to our last week's episode, Once Upon a Time, it kind of looks like that curse, that curse yeah. smoke thing.
0: The curse smoke digital effect.
1: And then once you get into it, it's like the Upside Down from Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's very eerie. It had moments of like black sails in it. I just kept expecting something to attack, which was very apt because then the, what do they call it, Volcra Mm. attacked, which kind of look like dragons, only they have some kind of humanoid, like their bodies look a little humanoid, which is creepy as fuck. I don't like it.
0: I wonder if they're converts from humans uh, and they've been morphed into Volcra. Specifically, we were talking about the dragons, which Mm -hmm. means we were talking about the upside down, which is the fold. Mm -hmm. Uh, That was cool. That reminded me of a Disneyland ride. Because the skiff was just so slow, and it just yeah. felt like it was about slowly taking in your surroundings mm-hmm. and being interested in the in the spectacle of it, even though, you know, the theme of it, even though there's not much, you know, attraction there. Uh, and then somebody lights a, they make a big point to say that uh, you, it's got to be dark, we got to keep it dark, otherwise the Volcra are going to attack us. Sure. And then somebody panics and lights a lantern, and then they get attacked. Uh, yeah, dummy. Yeah, and everybody gets got. So uh, but that's further on in the show. Where we were at was was the, um, we were talking about why you need to go through the uh, fold because of the map that they provided us. And even by providing that map, it, it raises more questions than answers. Like there was no point in time I felt that we really got any exposition. Yeah. Like, I get that it's a fantasy world. I get that this fantasy world's a, you know, a variation of of Eastern Europe. Um, I, like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. So I don't know where we are. I don't know, like, what's the war about? And, it, and it's yes. perfectly plausible that they're going to leak bits of information. But, like, there's just some essential information. Like, who are these people and what the fuck are they doing here? Mm-hmm. That seemed like, you know, they were all in on that. Why yeah. does that need to be a secret that's slowly provided to us? And then we're back to, it feels like a Trekkie trying to bring a non-Trekkie into Trek season 47, 50 years later, and acting like they should already know it, right? It's Mm -hmm. like, I don't know where we are. I don't know who these people are. I don't understand what connects them. I don't understand who Kaz is. I don't understand that he's a a gangster.
1: Yeah, what's a Borg cube?
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) I mean... <laughs> we're talking about a Borg Cube, though.
1: <laughs> I, I heard it referenced on a podcast I listened to, and I was like, oh, this guy's a Trekkie. That it was like a very subtle name drop, and I was like, "Ooh, I got it.
0: <laughs> or maybe he's not, and really you were the last one to not know what a Borg Cube was.
1: Uh, no, I don't think that's the case. I don't think that's the case. Guys, no, tell us. To... Let me know. podcast at gmail.com. Do you know what a Borg Cube is? Without Googling it. You're she, cheating if you'd look it up.
0: She didn't have television in the 90s.
1: That's false I just didn't watch Star Trek
0: you had just the free channels
1: for the same reason Edward James almost did not like want to be a part of the series I was not interested in it I don't need people to look all fucking weird just give me a story yeah I don't need (laughs) ah the Ferengi oh fuck I hate it so much that's a fair
0: criticism so much fair criticism and yet Buffy has ridgy foreheaded vampires
1: but that's like consistent you know vampires always look ridgy faced oh you
0: don't like to meet new ridges every week
1: oh okay fine we that's I just super like, racist i just of like you? my shit better than your that's shit. A that's super race thank that's you all.
0: thanks that's- for being an intellectually I- <laughs> honest nerd
1: <laughs> i'm happy to say it yeah there's nothing wrong with your thing i'm just not into it right i want to yeah. be i really do I'm and just you would have been
0: if you were introduced Younger, uh, at, yeah, in the early '90s, by your parents.
1: <laughs> yeah, which is funny because that wasn't the case with Buffy, and I really latched onto it.
0: That's fair. Uh,
1: Back to what we were saying, though. <laughs> well, this is about as much
0: as we had to say about it. No, that's okay. fair. That's fair. That's Go fair.
1: ahead. No, I was trying to direct because I'm pretty sure I pulled from whatever you. No, no, no I was yeah. saying
0: like I feel like we've said all we have to say about it.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, well, so that's all right. fair. yeah. Moving right along then.
0: Well, the reason I feel like it's valuable because like come on it's it's hard to talk about any of these characters well let's start talking about the characters
1: yeah that is our next section
0: genre is a pass so we're introduced to alina starkov right away she's an orphan whose parents were eaten by the fold uh she's an artist it it seems yeah uh drawing is her art
1: and do you have the lovely quote as far as I somebody do. who pushed her cool. thank you I was very excited by that uh
0: this is what makes me think she was an artist, Mm -hmm. not merely a cartographer, and I don't remember. Do you remember her drawing as a child?
1: I think I was writing something down, but that does sound vaguely familiar. They might have
0: showed it. It would have made sense. I I can't. I don't have a specific memory. But
1: I will note that it was something you could miss if you just weren't paying that close attention.
0: There you go. Wasn't that big of a deal.
1: (laughs) Or they didn't make it seem like it was, and it actually turns out was. Super is. So, uh,
0: house mom says to young Alina, she says, keep a pencil in your hand, or else someone will put a rifle in it. So yeah. you know, be academic, be artistic. Um and otherwise you're gonna be at the at the uh front lines. Fighting.
1: Absolutely. Which and I thought was
0: a powerful line. I thought that was really cool and transcended, you know, the the fantasy world that we're in.
1: Absolutely. That was really nice.
0: Um so uh the how do we get introduced to Alina at first, do you remember? Oh, it's on the on the train or on the bus. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well
1: she's she's so This was the thing I was going to say earlier. She was trying to. She started by narrating us in, talking about how you know, she she is kind of a stranger in her own country because she looks so different from them. She wears her mother's face, Um, so it's really just showing her traveling. And I don't know where to. Like I just don't have context for it. So I think they're just coming to the new base. Um, After reading the plot summaries, that's kind of what I'm gathering is that she was going to the base where she is reunited with Mal in the first. Army.
0: She's with her unit at that point in time. Yes, is my take. Because uh, and somebody makes a criticism of her. Why don't you go back to your own country or something like mm-hmm. that? And somebody kind of shoes him off and says she's from here. Like she grew up here. Yeah. Like where? Like where else would she go? She'd be a homeless person if if uh if this wasn't her home. So knock yeah. that off. We don't want to hear it. Uh, and she says somewhere along the way that she learned what the what the monsters were young. These guys are just boys, like they're just immature, so they're 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 not threatening. This is just the crew she's rolling with right now, because all the young people seem to be fighting a war. Uh, and yeah, that we get to the place where she's reunited with her childhood friend Mal that she was at the orphanage with, so they both lost their parents once upon a time. Uh, I don't know that. Do we get that much from him? I mean, he meets Zoya at one point in time. I don't know who she is. I don't know that we ever really see much of her.
1: Mal is that who you're talking yeah. about? Um. Yeah. I mean. They grew up together, so it kind of seems like they at least have like a familial, um, you know, bond. Because you know, not having any other family, they kind of have each other. So, you know, they don't like being separated from each other, which is why you know she burns the maps to be able to be with him on this yeah. risky mission, uh, supply mission across the fold.
0: Which they were supposed to have been paired together, and then they got separated. They yeah. were supposed to be on the same unit or whatever, and he's gonna be going off without her. When her expectation was that they would have been together.
1: Absolutely. On a couple of my cards I wrote, should we maybe be shipping them? Um, And then he has a flirty scene with, um, was it Zoya? Zoya. Yeah. That he had a really flirty scene who is a squalor, which I still, I don't know what that is, but I wrote down that she's a squalor. Um, Yeah. I don't know. It's, we don't get a whole He's lot of tracker. Them. He's a tracker. Yeah. yeah. Which seemed like an army position, like squalor. For some reason, I thought it was a magical thing, which I, I'm pretty sure it is. Cause it sounds
0: like to me, it sounds like squire. It sounds medieval.
1: Mm-hmm. It sounds mm-hmm.
0: like, um, you know, a medieval role that you'd carry over from fantasy.
1: Okay. I could see that. But yeah, yeah. I have no idea what it is. No context. Absolutely.
0: Um, you mentioned shipping them. Uh, I thought it was funny how clearly the, this would be a romantic pairing mm-hmm. and how uh, forceful he is that we're best friends. Yeah. Like, we're merely best friends. We've been BFFs forever. Yeah. Uh, best but it seems friends like forever, she's into more of them. Forever. Uh, yeah, they, so they super love each other, but it you know they, they establish strongly without saying so directly that this is non-romantic is what I, not that that wouldn't change. Yeah, in the I feel like it'll
1: change. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, no, 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 I I'm just, totally, I'm a big fan of the idea that a man and a woman can be completely platonic. Um, but you know, I don't know that I buy it in this show. Like I think eventually they'll explore that as a relationship or there will be some jealousy. Um, it seemed like actually when he had mentioned that there was some flirting with Zoya, she, she seemed a little bit jealous about it, Oh, she did. but okay, then she immediately changed the subject oh, about, there you did go. you meet the Lieutenant?
0: I thought it was was noteworthy how specific they were in We're BFFs when those two would clearly totally have big boners for each other.
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe.
0: But that could be for part of the plot.
1: Yeah, yeah. absolutely.
0: It could be young people but that you are. But you said he established
1: that, and I felt like she has feelings, so maybe he doesn't, and maybe he develops them later. Like, that's kind of what I see them setting up there.
0: Oh, I meant that it felt like the producers were very clear in writing that through his voice i didn't know if it was his character doing young girl young boy stuff or, or where where don't, we don't talk about the fact that we like each other maybe we've loved each other forever or the the producers trying to establish uh through him a piece of an, an expectation that the relationship is purely platonic
1: no i i got that from what oh, you okay. said yeah i was just saying that i expect it to go differently there you go yeah
0: um i i would think so because i would think the audience is going to demand it but then I wonder: Is the audience demanding it because of the way they're going to set it up in the show, or like I said, book... I think it's
1: very specifically her reaction. She You're seems right. to be totally into him, and I think he's setting the expectation we're just friends, which is why he's flirting it up with Zoya, yeah, um, and is excited by that. And she seems a little, I don't know, jealous. Like she doesn't want to be separated from him. Maybe she doesn't realize it's a romantic and you know a romantic feeling. But I, I feel like that's what that is.
0: Admittedly, I didn't see that, and I okay. I did wonder in moments. I thought, yeah, but if if. Uh, Like, you mean to tell me, and I did think this, you mean to tell me that if some other guy was was flirting with her and she was, you know, going out with some other guy, that he'd be saying, hey, how was your date the other night? Was it good?
1: Yeah. It's
0: like, I don't feel like we're at that, Mm -mm. you know, level of disinterest.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Okay, so I think it's part, I think you're right. It's probably part of the plot that it's going to be the will they won't they.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And obviously they set up the Zoya possibly, Possibility, so it could be either one. They, you know, they they give some opportunity and leave you, you know, guessing. Yeah, it could go either way.
0: So uh, or both. <laughs> let's. I, I don't think we're missing too much. I mean, we read the description of the episode, like to get into each character. When we don't know anything yet, we got it. Let's. We'll switch to the B story in a minute uh, and talk about Kaz and his crew. Unless there's anything else here. I want to get to, once they're on the skiff and they're heading into the fold, um, The uh, what happens here is she saves his life. Uh, Alina sh- saves Mal's life. Mm-hmm. from He's about to be taken away by a Volcra. Mm-hmm. He stabs his leg a bunch of times. She picks up a gun and shoots him. Yeah. Shoots the Volcra. It. Um, them. And... Uh, he falls back onto the deck. Uh, she runs to him. Seems like he's dying. She gets picked up by a vulcra. They maintain grasp of each other's hands. She doesn't get torn away. He doesn't get torn away. Her face explodes in a ball of light. Not explodes, but, you know, lights up. Luminates. Luminates. Mm. Uh, then cut to B-Story, Kaz. And, and this is two weeks later now, we find out. Oh, I'm sorry. There's one other piece of that. Somebody flees the skiff, and that's Alexi. Um, mm-hmm. Little shit, as we have him on our card. Little shit. Little shit. Because we didn't know his name yet. Uh, and he makes it through to the other side. That's when the <laughs> group on the other side picks him up. Yeah. Okay, now we're two weeks later, don't know that yet. Um, and Kaz and his group of, group of criminals, his crew of criminals, uh, which is... Well, I don't have their names, but we read them already. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I, I
1: think I have them. Mm, so, Zoya's one of them, right? in edge and yeah i think that's who we've got
0: there's i know there's the dude the guy there's who shot the hole oh through
1: that's the coin. right so we've got Jasper. Yeah. yeah yeah the shot the hole through the coin to prove that it was inauthentic um because uh oh gosh hang on i have got cool the zemini coin is um Ze- the zemini coin is should not be it's bulletproof
0: penetrable it's yeah, not,
1: there you go. It's not pen, <laughs> yeah, right? I'm like, there's got to be an easy way to say yeah. this.
0: <laughs> so I don't think Zoya was with that group. I could be wrong. No, okay. I, but it was the, uh, it was the. You heart, might be totally right. The heart render.
1: Oh yeah, Milan, Milanda. Okay. Hmm. Uh,
0: Melania and.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> Are you being contrarian, or is that actually it? No, i was being contrarian. <laughs> okay.
0: Uh, Melania and Jesper and Kaz, who's leading the crew, uh, and Inez. Inez is the one who went to Kaz mm-hmm. earlier. Uh, who said, hey, there's a big gig coming up. You just got to get a heart render to D'Angelo. What's his name? Um, Dressen.
1: Dressen, yeah. Dressen. Who we don't really get. See, here's my issue with the B story, okay? And I feel like it's probably yours as well. They keep talking about a job. Someone has a job. Someone wants a job. What the F is a job? What do you do? What do you do? Yeah. Like, tell me, like, I just have no context. So I keep seeing the B story and I keep thinking, well, I hope that that doesn't come in to be super important later. But if so, they're wasting precious time on their pilot with it because, and who's Pekka. Yeah. Who, who, who are these people?
0: Pekka Rollins. I know this person's name. Who is Pekka Rollins?
1: Yeah, they just they do a lot of referencing people who aren't present. So like you don't get to put a a face to the name, especially when it's like I remember Dressen was announced way before he came about. And so as soon as it was like, oh, this is Dressen, I'm like, oh, this is the fucker I keep hearing about. Okay, now what was I hearing about them? Because I have no idea. I don't
0: remember hearing about Dressen. I might have been sleeping during that part. But you might have been. But but when Inej comes to Kaz and says, here's a job for you. And we find out it's a million Kruger, but it's basically a suicide mission because you got to get through the fold. Yeah. Um,
1: Which turns out he will need a Alina for
0: right, yeah. You, you know, supposedly, um, she, she could be a flash in the pan. Get it, flash in the pan.
1: Oh, I got winked at. It means I should know, or it's dirty. It means one of those things. <laughs> no,
0: no, no, like she she illuminates in a bright flash of light. So this could be a flash <laughs> in the pan where uh, she can't do this over and over again, um. Side note, we forgot to talk about the first time we see a Grisha, and they finally tell us what a Grisha is when, somebody's, when somebody creates a ball of fire in their hand and mm-hmm. throws it at a...
1: It's firebenders.
0: Yeah. There you go. It's a, <laughs> it's a uh, fairy, a fire fairy.
1: Well, and I don't know, Is it? Do, did we determine it is specific to fire, or is it... No, we don't... Okay, so I think, because there are all sorts of people who can do magic, so there were also
0: right that's what i was gonna say um so no it wasn't which i think
1: zoya is an airbender if i'm not mistaken so it's hard to tell because she made the candle go out which could be either an air thing or it could be a fire thing i don't know i think it's an air thing though i could be wrong
0: yeah good point um so i just wanted to mention that Uh, yeah
1: they're witches of sorts so they call
0: them grisha witches Mm -hmm. or Uh, some do yeah um so oh yeah so dresden uh Somebody that we spend the entire scene with the, this guy and uh, he gets out negotiated by Kaz. He says, I brought you a heart render, heart tender, heart render, heart render. When <laughs> um, he says, OK, I'm interested. And try. I can't remember. Like there's a there's a, a negotiation here mm-hmm. uh, and it's OK. I mean, it's brief, but it's OK. And he says um, he says a, a businessman worth his salt wouldn't hire the first guy who shows up for the job. That's it. Kaz shows oh, up and says, I brought the heart the reindeer, I went the job. Mm-hmm. And he says, well, that's not good enough. A businessman worth his salt. Wouldn't just hire you walking in here. Well, Some he, criminal, yeah. just a group, of, a merry group of criminal. And, uh, and he says in a businessman worth his salt, this is Kaz's response. Yeah. A businessman worth his salt won't bargain for what he can take. Absolutely. Did I have I that right? one on my card too. Yep. Okay. You got it. Oh, nice. Um, Nailed it. thanks and um i always said nailed it i noticed elise say that and i noticed you say that did i is that a thing that i started possibly i never
1: know where i take my language (laughs) bits and pieces from but i definitely say dude a lot because taylor says dude i say nailed possibly i say nailed it because of that Uh do the thing because of my show i don't know all sorts of things (laughs)
0: um
1: i wish i'd caught on to holy forking shirt balls though that's fun
0: that sounds like a How I Met Your Mother thing.
1: No, it's a the Good Place thing, oh, and it's such a good show. Holy
0: forget, I get it. That makes sense because they can't use bad language. Yeah, because it's the Good Place,
1: and it's broadcast television. Oh yeah, that <laughs> <did>. NBC. <laughs>
0: we should do the Good Place soon.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We'll talk it's about nice that at the end.
0: Um, so we get through all right that was kind of a cool beat where Mm -hmm. he out negotiates this guy and yet we spend the entire time he says come with me to meet little shit uh then we see okay this is alexi which i wouldn't have known if they hadn't just told me two weeks ago this was helpful Mm -hmm. this is the first thing that they actually like clued us into two weeks ago this motherfucker walked through the fold
1: i missed it yeah okay
0: he says "You walked through the fold and he he uh Something illuminated the sky, and mm. all the Volker were gone. And this little shit here does not <laughs> remember what happened because he has some like traumatic memory loss. Uh, and I'm still sitting here thinking, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. Anyway, so now we know he was the guy that was putting up a million dollars if somebody could bring a heart render and then get him through the fold. Yeah. Uh, or that that's if you could, if Pekka was gonna bring a heart render. And was then going to be given a million dollars to get him through the fold. See, see, even this is a little bit blurry because it's like the mission's twofold. It's like a scavenger hunt. If the first person to bring me a heart render, uh, but the heart render, whatever her magic power is, she slows down his heartbeat. Uh, that's Which Alexi's. I don't
1: think I would have gotten that unless we had closed captioning. I'll, I will point out.
0: Well, I think that we just couldn't hear it. Because, so we needed to blast it yeah.
1: HBO style. That's gross. Sorry, I in general I don't like that noise, but it's a very good imitation of of that. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. I really hate that sound in beatboxing too. Like it's oh, like it beatboxing. actually puts me on edge. Yeah.
0: <laughs> beatboxing it, it's too mouthy.
1: It that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, it's like you ever watch a movie and they don't they either purposely make it so you can hear the sound of people eating. Hmm. It's like, no, please don't do that. They're drinking do that. or they hear their, their, their ice clinking together. It's like, no, yeah. you got to stop it. You got to stop that shit right goddamn now. That's one thing that bothers
1: me in movie theaters. It grosses me out so bad when there's a quiet scene and all you can hear is people chewing throughout the movie theater. And I'm like, oh my God, we're a gluttonous bunch. We're just sitting here shoving shit in our face and just watching TV like gluttonous slobs. We're nasty. We're all
0: gross. (laughs) The gluttony doesn't bother me so much (laughs) as the sound of the spit in the corners of their lips. Yeah. It's pretty literal. Okay, yes. well, he's turned off the whole <laughs> <ASMR>? <laughs> all three million of our listeners. <laughs>
1: hmm. But we found that maybe ASMR is our thing. Make I gross love noises, ASMR. yeah,
0: true, <laughs> True.
1: The mouth so- sounds though, I just no. Mm-mm. Listening to people eat,
0: yeah. The ASMR culture is weird. Like I like ASMR. I I, it really I have creeps known that out. feeling my whole life, and when somebody put a label on it and said, "No, that's a thing," she said, "You know, when somebody talks to you like." He used a really soothing voice, like yeah. the guy from Goldie's, the restaurant in downtown Boise. And, uh, yeah. and she said, and then you get that like tickle in the back of your neck. And I was like, dude, I know exactly what you're talking about. And she was sort of ostracized. This person was sort of ostracized by her family. Who yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, We don't want to hear about her and her crazy shit anymore. She's always talking about this weird ASMR shit. And I was like, no, that's so interesting. I've always yeah. wondered what that was because when I was like eight years old, I was someplace uh, like a fair of some kind and uh, somebody said here want to try this out And they put headphones on me and it was a barber shop and it was a barber Mm -hmm. and you're hearing like hairspray and I'm I keep turning my head
1: because it's like a surround sound yeah it was
0: so cool it was so weird and it gave me that feeling of like oh that's so soothing Mm -hmm. Uh, and then you look at ASMR culture where you turn on a YouTube video of ASMR it's very sex yeah
1: yeah you showed me some things and I'm like I'm uncomfortable looking at this and I'm you know this just shouldn't be on YouTube. This is more... This feels like it should be a, a special part of Pornhub. <laughs> right.
0: Yep. Yep. It's special. It's own little tab. They're not naked, but ASMR like the babes. sounds they're
1: making at you, I just feel like... I don't know. I feel like I'm being molested a little bit and that I should be opting in for this. Well, I,
0: I don't find the the sounds sexual, but the presentation... It is, ...of yeah. the super sexy girl who didn't need to put this much makeup on to make some sounds. Um, it, it's... It's uh, it's pretty bizarre because then it misses the point of, Mm -hmm. ah, that soothed me and relaxed me to bed. It's like, yeah, you know, jerking off will usually put you to bed. (laughs) It's like, was it? That's what did it. Huh? Okay. Yeah. So it's a really weird sort of sexualized disingenuous field of science.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, I agree. It's kind of, yeah.
0: All right. That being said,
1: (laughs) all that being said, yeah.
0: Uh, Dresden takes him down to meet Alexi. Heartrender gets the information out of him. He says, uh, this girl, somebody did it. He said, if I tell you who did it, am I going to get out of here alive?
1: I, I knew in that moment he was going to die.
0: Yeah, but when, when Dresden says, I give you my word. Mm-hmm. So I'm still back to who the fuck is Dresden? The negotiation. Here was the negotiation. I, I tried to say this and I didn't quite make it. Uh, that, ne- that beat where we're, we, you know, I, I'm not going to bargain what I mm-hmm. can take. Yeah. The reason he has leverage over Dresden is because Dresden is a guild member, whatever the fuck that means. He's a Mandalorian, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> uh, he's a Mandalorian and doesn't have the proper. Like permit or whatever licensure he needs to keep this particular prisoner.
1: Oh, okay, yeah.
0: Super vague. Don't know what they're talking about. So it's
1: probably some war thing.
0: Don't know who Dresden is. And uh and then and Dresden shoots Alexi for no apparent reason that I can tell.
1: Yeah. Take no prisoners, I guess.
0: Except for this one.
1: <laughs> I mean Until keep keep no anymore. keep no prisoners. Yeah, there you go. Take them, but don't keep them.
0: What are you going to do with them? Catch and release. Yeah. <laughs> <Catch> and release. <laughs> Wait, Ooh.
1: I mean kill.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but he spoiled the meat. He didn't even eat him after. Yeah. Yeah. That's really icky. I don't know that... I didn't get the sense that... Like, why would... He gets to the other side of the fold and reunites with the people that he was meaning to... That the that the skiff was supposed to come out to supply in the first place. Sure. And now he's Dresden's prisoner? Like, how did that even happen?
1: Uh, yeah, I don't... I... I honestly don't know. Well, so he collapses when he gets on the other side. And so it must have been he was the guy who was waiting on the other side.
0: Alexi collapses?
1: No. uh, Yes. Sorry. Alexi collapses. And then um, Dressen's dudes.
0: But Dressen's dudes are there to intake the skiff. Like they were waiting. He said they're two hours late. They ain't coming. Yeah. They got eaten by the Vulcra. Yeah. So I don't know why he's a prisoner now because this was should have been because he friendly. has information. All right. I I don't get it.
1: Well, I think that they were their plans were probably nefarious from the get go, and this is all that they have to work with. So yeah. now they okay. need more information. I I I'm with you. It's I have no idea. The guy is, has a twirly mustache. All I know about him is he's got like a a villainous mustache, and that I know I shouldn't take him at his word because as soon as he said. You have my word. I was like, oh, so you're gonna kill him. Okay, cool.
0: Yeah, totally. So I wrote me. this
1: guy's name down, I made sure to spell it correctly and everything, and you're telling me there's no goddamn point. Okay, cool. Thanks. Yeah.
0: Um, he reminds me this will mean nothing to you. Harry Mud. Uh, mm. look at hair look up Harry mud. Dresden was very much a hairy mud. Um that's it. That's just this okay. just for googling. So, <laughs> shocker. It's a Star Trek reference. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then uh, that's it. That's kind of, they re- they leave from there. He says, Kaz, if you can work it out, you got the job. Get me Alina so that we can get through. That was me. Mm. Uh, get me Alina so that we can get through the fold. I need to get through the fold. I need a way to do it. This is the thing that's going to get Kaz a million dollars. A million, I'm sorry, a million Kruger. Okay and end a scene
1: end episode yeah yeah so i mean i had no interest in letting it roll i'm not gonna lie to you we got to the end of that the characters i did not feel like i wrote had my list of characters and did not realize like there are people on here that i can't speak on other than i gr- i grabbed a name Riza was one um you know, we didn't get enough, enough on Zoya. Like, how does she fit into this? Roddy was another name that just kind of came up. Like, I just, I felt like I didn't have any, there were too many people. It was very Game of thrones where it was just, here are all of these people. And then the setup was just so, like, I just, I don't get it. Um, So to to judge characters, for me, it's a fail.
0: A big time. Okay. Let me add something I realized I didn't get to. Um, When, when we're... Uh, heart-rendering, mm-hmm. interrogating of sorts, Alexi, uh, and they get the information out of him. Um, uh, the, the conversation that happens uh, is Dresden saying some device detonated, mm-hmm. obliterated the Volcra, and lit up the sky like a forest fire. Yeah. Uh, and then they can't get the information that what actually happened. The Heartrander gets the information. He says she was a sun summoner. Bum, bum, bum. Okay. Bum, bum, bum. So we said that in pieces, but that was important to be yeah. clear about. So that's kind of the hook there to me, which we're not there yet. Yeah. But that's the moment. Like, oh, she's a sun yeah. summoner. Um, she's a made-up thing in a world that has already overwhelmed us with made-up things mm-hmm. that have no context. Yeah. So the characters, Alina... I'm sympathetic to like, I, yeah. I not merely because she's our main character. Uh, I, I'm even interested. I'm, I'm looking at the actress and I, I looked at a little bio about her on IMDb. Just very little. I, I have a feeling she's somebody to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she's, I, I think she's cute. Like I she's think compelling. she's a pretty girl and I think she's probably going to be a pretty uh, talented actress. And I have a feeling that this is going to be the thing that, you know, Wikipedia lists among her things that she's best known for long after she's become a big, big star. Yeah. And I think she's going to be a big star G- with what they got gave us, you know, she's like she's pretty but not Hollywood bombshell artificial gorgeous. Yeah. Um and then has like an emotional weight to her just by what they gave us to the about the character. Mm-hmm. She's an emotional maturity about her um based on the way she's written that I think the actress successfully conveys. So yeah. I'm interested in that character, I'm interested in that actress. I'm interested in that piece. yeah, And that's the only piece. I actually don't care about Mal. Uh, I didn't find him that compelling at all. I didn't find their relationship all that compelling. I understand the significance yeah. of it to her, and that interests me. But he himself does not. Uh, Zoya, don't know who she is. Uh, little shit. Uh, shouldn't have been on my card. And Cads and his group of merry criminals, I-, I-, I think they seem totally artificial as anybody th- to be intimidated by.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, that's I think pretty apt. I completely agree on all points. Yeah. So, total and failure. I,
0: and for clarity, even though I give high marks to Alina off of this. The one character is not enough for me to say the characters have pass. So, yeah. Well, fail. yeah.
1: And they didn't focus on her and her story enough for that to like hold, you know, be enough to hold us through. Like there were just so many other characters that were supposed yeah. to take us through. And very few of them had like an actual personality to them.
0: Or purpose that we could tell.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. This job. It's just like, okay, we're going to make widgets. What kind of widgets? We're going to go do widgets.
0: Widgety ones.
1: Widgety ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Which brings us messily into plot, I think. <laughs> Which I think only because the plot was messy and we were trying to ex- ex- explore the characters through the plot, and the plot was crap, so the characters were crap. Right. Uh, I mean, do you have anything to add on that point?
0: I said, Alina is going to be super powerful and in demand. That's my whole card, and I realized even as I stretched for that, I thought, yeah, I, I don't know, I don't know where we're gonna go. I, I yeah. think I think Kaz is going to be a character who's kind of sympathetic, who's playing it both ways, mm-hmm. who likes Alina, who wants the million Kruga, who he seems you know,
1: self interested.
0: But I, and he's going to be one of those, you know, bad guys who you understand him kind of, I think, I mean, I get the sense that he's going to be with us for a long time. He's going to be a friend of me.
1: See, I thought he would be kind of like Mr. Gold slash Stillskin from our last episode, Once Upon a Time, which if you haven't checked it out, you should really check that out. Um, but that he's kind of in, self-interested. He doesn't necessarily have a side, but, you know, right now he's playing for the bad guys.
0: Totally. And he's money oriented yeah, right money. now, mm-hmm. and then the world's going to get a lot bigger than that because she's soup's powerful. So Supes. you know, maybe he ends up becoming a believer. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's all. That's even that. Even that one sentence was a stretch. I get she's going to be powerful. Mm-hmm. I get that the world is going to be. She's the one ring to rule them all.
1: Yeah. Um. So that's a failure on plot, I think, for both of us. Big time. Which takes me into the hook. I am not hooked by this. I know that we're supposed to be excited about her being a Sun Summoner, um, but I kind of just la ti da that. And the only other thing that felt like it could be compelling was the bond with her brother-like guy, Mal. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, will they, won't they... And even that I'm just not excited about. Plus, I mean, maybe he's dead by the end of this. I don't know. Who knows? It seemed like he was pretty dead. Like, that looked like a death scene. And maybe, you know, episode two, surprise, he's alive. Her magic, you know, flash saved him somehow. I just, I'm not interested to know if that's the case, I guess. It, it's, a, it's unfortunate because this feels like my kind of show. Like, for all All intents and purposes, this should have been something that I was super into. I even like things that are from books. I really enjoy, you know, fantastical stories like this. And I'm just not into it.
0: Yeah. Uh, Being able to consume a book in the form of a television show is my favorite way to read a book.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh,
0: And I will say, I I even compliment, uh, and this is a compliment to the author, who I don't know anything about, um, seems to have, I would I would. Guess this person's, you know, Russian or Eastern European. I'm, I'm showing. What was a- his last name again? I Lee can't what? remember. Okay. Uh, I'm showing. I'll I'll pull it up.
1: Yeah. Sorry. I'm, I'm
0: showing a uh, an ignorance in geography here, and the way you oh same the way you uh, Lee Bardugo. Yeah, I don't know. The way we communicate about, or you know that that um, region. I don't. I, I'm not exactly sure what you call that region of the of the world, but. Um, so that that's my bad, but I'm I'm guessing Lee Bardugo. Lee Bardugo is an Israeli American young adult and fantasy author. Uh, I'm wondering if her family's Russian, and I mm-hmm. and I'm guessing that they would. And when I went to Israel, I'm I'm aware that there was a lot. There's a lot of Russian Jews. Okay. Um. Interesting. Yeah. So so obviously I, I don't think it's any coincidence. I wouldn't assume it's a coincidence mm-hmm. that we'll we'll make it kind of Russian theme because I love Russia shit. Yeah. So there's. Probably there's a a, a generational connection mm-hmm. to what we're showing here. What I really interests me about this, if I'm hooked by anything, and frankly I'm not, but if I'm <laughs> if I'm hooked by anything, it's that I I've never seen this world before. Yeah. You know, there's parts of it where it's like world where, where it's a uh, and it's Wild yeah. West. Yeah. Where the parts, upside
1: down is kind of compelling. Yeah.
0: Well, actually, you know what? Here's what I wrote. I said no hook, although the fold was pretty
1: cool. Yeah, the fold was pretty cool. And I imagine we'll spend a lot of time in it, so maybe we should be hooked. I I am so put off by the fact that they could not even do me the, I don't know. Courtesy courtesy of of, treating you like an audience member? Yeah, absolutely. Like, if I was, I don't know, it's kind of like they're only doing it for the, books you know the the super nerds yeah the people who read the books and it's like okay well I didn't do that and maybe I want to just to understand what's going on here but that seems like a lot of um, effort to be putting in just to understand this TV show
0: which is as always my problem with serenity (laughs) I feel like we picked up so far later that we didn't treat it enough like time had gone by or, or that enough time had gone by to reintroduce us to each character yeah Um. And, uh, and that's, it's just a problem when it you're, when you're speaking to a, yeah, a narrow audience and it, because it's just a narrow slice of the pie that they're going after. And, you know, you look at Netflix, let's present this to everybody. It's like, look, this might be really good. Even it, yeah. it might be really good because the, uh, the universe that we're in is, is dark and dramatic, you know, the war-torn aspects of it. I, I feel like there are some heavy themes that are going to be in here. And I feel like they're starting to expose us a little bit to some of the heavy themes in here without getting too deeply into any of it. Mm-hmm. Which could be fair enough that you don't want to get too deep and heady in the first few minutes of the first episode. Uh, I thought the, you know, keep a pencil in your hand, otherwise somebody's going to put a rifle in it. I thought that was a that was an, a big idea.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: But, but you know, outside of... That well, I don't want to sound. I don't want to keep repeating uh, what we're saying that it's that it's inaccessible. I'm trying to compliment that Lee Bardugo um, created a universe that I haven't seen before, and I haven't seen anything quite like it. And I would be interested in spending some time in that universe, um, except that the producers, mm-hmm. I feel, have made the universe purposefully inaccessible. And that's the problem that I have with it, is I feel like the inaccessibility of it feels purposeful.
1: Yeah, like it's kind of some exclusive snobbery. Yeah. If you don't know it, fuck you.
0: Yeah. It was... was, Not that I'm offended by it or anything, but it was pretty annoying. And it's like, this is... You guys spent a lot of money here on a show that you didn't even let us in on. What the fuck am I watching? Yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, one of the, uh, IMDB, when I was reading around to figure out what the best place to take the, uh, description of this specific episode was, uh, one of the things I read that a viewer had commented was, <laughs> <laughs> wait a second, I want to read the actual thing. Yeah, no, do that. So, when I was reading around the internet for the best place to take a description of this episode from. I got to IMDb and I saw the user reviews. So just a viewer watched it. Tyler, Tyler Toth dash 71980. So Tyler Toth 71980 says, if you don't like the first episode, keep going. That's the title of his review. And the rest of his review says, definitely give this series a try as it gets slightly better as it goes on. Exclamation point. Slightly (laughs) better. Hang
1: in there, guys. Slightly better.
0: I personally liked the first episode, but it was one of the weakest, in my opinion. Uh, I would Tyler hope so. Tyler Toth seven one nine eight zero. I would like to invite you on our show anytime. That was a very concise way of saying this is an unsuccessful pilot.
1: <laughs> yeah, you nailed it absolutely, and it was yeah, it was bad. Um, I think that you nearly falling asleep during it or kind of nodding off for a little piece of it was very... It was telling.
0: Mm, They just try to give
1: you too much.
0: That's true because your brain just... Shuts off. Yeah, here's how the Scientologists (laughs) say it. The Scientologists say, like, if you're reading, you find yourself reading and then you find yourself slumped over and tuning out probably... There was something along the way that you didn't understand or didn't know the meaning of a word uh, and you continue reading now, not really understanding what you're reading. Mm -hmm. So you disengage more and more and more from the information.
1: Yes, that absolutely tracks with how I felt throughout this entire episode. And I kept trying not to disengage. I was like, okay, I'm going to have to speak on this for probably about an hour. Like that's usually the way we do this.
0: (laughs) There was a point you paused it briefly and pressed play again. And I did what you did, I'm sure, even though we haven't discussed this, which was, read. how long do we have left?
1: Exactly. 16
0: minutes and 23 ah. seconds. That was the answer.
1: Well, and I wanted, so it was right when you're like, oh, well, this is, wow, that escalated fast. And I stopped. And at 35 minutes, 47 seconds is when it finally starts doing something. Like all of that before that is telling you how lost you should be in this world. Not exposition, because exposition would have been nice for that build-up. It's where exposition should have gone, but instead we got a laundry list of people and jobs. Not even specific jobs, we just know people are doing them. Yeah, and terms. So like, here are all of these buzzwords that you may hear going forward. We're not going to give you context really for what they are. Uh, Tune in for our next episode.
0: Yeah. Don't worry, fans of the novels. All these things will be in the series at some point. Yeah. I thought that would have been shorter.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, when we bitch. (laughs) Yeah,
0: that we were able to fill in uh, an hour's worth of saying I was not happy with that.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're whiners. We're big whiners. That's
0: why we were perfectly qualified to host this show.
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we just don't let anything just, you know, we sing praises for plenty of things. I think there are a couple of them where we just couldn't criticize a thing.
0: Which one? Oh,
1: I'm sure that. Yeah. Oh yeah. There was nothing in that that I wanted to criticize at all.
0: That's true because it's are not a criticism show. It's just a Mm-mm. just a review, successful or unsuccessful.
1: I criticize this one. This one was it I felt alienated and as yeah. you said per- purposefully. It felt yeah. like we were purposefully alienated. So fuck you, um you big snobby readers. I'm not usually in this camp. This is usually a Riker Rant, but you know what? Uh, let get off the soapbox. It's my turn. This is shit.
0: <laughs> Readers are intellectual bullies. Intellectual That's what I always bullies. Say. Readers That's, are I intellectual that. bullies. That they act like if you're a reader, you're smart, and if you're not, then they don't respect you because you're obviously a fucking idiot. Uh, and how is it that you could like the book? How is it that you could like the movie more than the book? And the answer mm-hmm. is always, well, obviously I haven't read it. Uh, and if you would stop reading so much, you'd like a lot more movies.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Like any time as soon as a reader says, Well, I read the book, it's like, okay, here it comes. Don't tell me you were massively fucking disappointed.
1: <laughs> yeah, no kidding.
0: Did you want the movie to be twelve hours long? Yeah. Uh, okay, so let's talk about um let's talk about you know it's funny, we on, the only thing we passed on this was genre because it yeah. was
1: very obviously fantasy. Right. For children. <laughs> or young adult, I yep. guess.
0: Children. Is that how you look at it now? Is that how you look at them
1: now? Fucking children. I'm old, okay? Listen, I'm old. And this camping trip, I really felt it. I was like, man, my bones are creaky. i got to go home. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it was funny. um, Mostly unrelated, but the first time we went on this camping trip to this location, we brought Tuffy, my dog, Mm -hmm. at the time. Uh, He's passed since. But he was not a fan because it was so cold and the elements were awful. And he just seemed like he was very... Displaced the entire time. He paced everywhere the whole time. And Taylor kind of did a voiceover for him. He's like, Guys, why are we still in the bathroom? (laughs) We don't go outside except to go to the bathroom. Whose bathroom are we in anyway? (laughs) Yeah, I don't remember how I got there, but I was really a fan. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so check us out at pilotsthepodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at Pilots the Podcast and Twitter at Pilots the Pod because, you know, someone else says the other one. So, you know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Pilots the pod. You know, just don't use Twitter. That's what you're going to do.
0: That would save everybody a lot of grief and a lot of jobs. That would save a <laughs> huge amount of careers. Um, that would probably save the country if everybody stopped talking to each other. Yeah,
1: on I'm not a celebrity, celebrity or a politician. I have no business being on Twitter.
0: <laughs> right? It doesn't yeah. It's just like such an echo chamber just for the elite to uh-huh. talk to each other. Oh, absolutely. And for us to go peek in on it. And it's mm-hmm. like, well, I don't know why you need to go there to peek in on it. That's all the news talks about anymore is what people said on Twitter.
1: Absolutely. Every Twi- every news article anymore quotes Twitter. Yes, every news article link. has a
0: bunch of links to Twitter, and I keep thinking, how did this become acceptable? It's because yeah. that's where the newsmakers go to say shit yeah. right before they say the wrong thing and end their career.
1: Yeah, guys, this got dark fast. But thank you so much for following us oh, in all right. of the good places. You know, we the are a good available- <laughs>
0: place. We're gonna do the good place after all
1: those. <laughs> yep. Um, you know. Find our podcast wherever podcasts can be found. Um, You know, Spreaker is obviously on our shit list and it should be on yours too. So make note (laughs) of it and move on.
0: I recommend Spotify.
1: You know, I think that's my favorite platform as well. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Our website's a pretty good spot to find it too, but it, it's, uh, I prefer the platform mm-hmm. of Spotify. Yeah. However, our uh, website, well, actually all of our show notes and things like that are in Spotify too, huh?
1: They're all over the place. Yep.
0: Hot damn. Well, you'll be hearing from us next week. We'll be hearing from you
1: mm, Hopefully maybe, tomorrow.
0: Yeah. Maybe sooner than that. Yeah. If, you'd, if you'd finally, you know, chime in with some more hate mail more often. Yeah. Uh, I'm Riker. And I'm Shmi. And this is
1: Pilots.